In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Here we are again in lockdown. And um, when we read the uh, epistle for today, we realise that it's not the first time the church has had, been faced with difficulty. The, um, the uh, disciples were persecuted, they were driven out of Jerusalem, and they ended up in Antioch. And um, so life has never been easy for the church, and um, we have learned over 2,000 years to cope with these challenges. And we're very grateful today that the university has allowed us to at least live stream from the small chapel in the uh, religious centre. Um, we do need encouragement during these difficult times, though, and uh, Barnabas was sent to the church in Antioch to encourage them. So he has uh, got the name, the, encourage, the son of encouragement, um, and we all need encouragement. And today, as I uh, think about the gospel, I realize that uh, Jesus met this woman, and she was very discouraged. She had five husbands. So if anybody uh, is, could be depressed or discouraged about life, it would be someone like her, having gone through five husbands. And Jesus comes to her, and he offers her living water. And uh, she is greatly encouraged, and her life is changed, and she goes to tell others about Jesus. But today uh, is also our patronal festival. And um, we have it on this Sunday because it's the one Sunday when the gospel reading, there is an alternative gospel reading about the Good Shepherd. It's because it's, uh, we also commemorate today the holy patriarchs of Constantinople. So I want to focus on uh, the reading for the holy patriarchs of Constantinople today and see how we can be encouraged from reflecting on this passage in John's Gospel, John chapter 10. So I'll just read the passage quickly and then say a few words about it. Um, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not a shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and abandons the sheep and runs away. So the wolf attacks the sheep and scatters them. Because he is a hired hand and is not concerned about the sheep, he runs away. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not come from this sheepfold. I must bring them too, and they will listen to my voice, so that there will be one flock and one shepherd." When I was thinking about this passage, I, uh, I thought about the three R's um, that uh, the children uh, experience at school, reading, writing, and arithmetic. And um, I thought, well, we'll do uh, three R's on this one as well. Um, and I've got three, three R's, real, right, and rescue. First of all, the real thing. Secondly, right relationships. And thirdly, rescue operation. First of all, the real thing. Um, when I was growing up, uh, they used to advertise Coca-Cola as the real thing. And um, it's not really the real thing. Um, Jesus is the real thing. And he gives us uh, the uh, water of life. Coca-Cola satisfies your quench, uh, quenches your uh, thirst when you're hot and uh, thirsty, but uh, then you need another one. 
Whereas Jesus, if we come to our Lord, he will quench our thirst forever. It's interesting, um, I am the good shepherd. Uh, the word translated good is kalos, is the Greek word kalos, which actually means a goodness that can be seen. There are a number of words in Greek, two words in Greek you can use for good, but this one means the goodness you, that can be seen. And also, some people think that it should actually be translated um, uh, model. I am the model shepherd. Or, somebody else has translated it, ideal. I am the ideal shepherd. So if you want to find a hero, you want to find somebody to look up to, you want to find somebody to follow, an example, it's Jesus. Jesus is the real thing. I am the good shepherd. I am the model shepherd. I am the ideal shepherd. And anyone who comes to me, as he said to the woman at the well, uh, will never thirst again. How do we, what do we see in, a good, in Jesus that makes him good? Well, he says, uh, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And we've just gone through uh, Pascha, where Jesus uh, gave his life on the cross and uh, died for our sin so that we might be forgiven, so that we might be united to God again. Self-sacrifice is the greatest demonstration of good. So when he said, I am the good shepherd, the demonstration of that came when he gave his life for his flock. And 1 John 3, 16 says, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. So he's the example for us. He's the ideal shepherd. And he is the, the, the example that we follow in serving this world and others around us. Uh, he contrasted himself with the hireling, the person who's hired, who's paid to do the job. He doesn't own the sheep. He doesn't really care about them. He just cares about his pay package at the end of the month. And when the wolf comes, he runs. But the good shepherd will even lay down his life to protect the sheep. And we need to remember that. And this is the example that God gives us. The uh, scriptures don't only talk about the good shepherd, they also talk about bad shepherds. And our world today is full of bad shepherds. And if there's any young people still watching at this stage and listening, I want you to realize that there are many, many bad shepherds in this world and they're trying to get your attention. They're trying to draw you away from God and from the church, and from the good shepherd, from the water of life. And they will offer you all kinds of things to draw you away. And I want you to really pay attention to your parents uh, as you're growing up because your parents have lived longer. They've had more experience of life. They can recognize a good shepherd, a bad shepherd, a good shepherd and a bad shepherd, but they can recognize especially the bad shepherds. And if they tell you not to go in a certain direction after a certain thing, then take their advice and you will be, you will be safe and, um, and stay close to the good shepherd. So that's the, um, the first thing, um, the, uh, the real thing. Jesus is the real thing. He is the only thing worth following, the ideal shepherd, the model shepherd. Secondly, I want to talk briefly about right relationships. There's an amazing expression in this short passage in, in John 10. 
Um, Jesus says, as the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. And when you think of the Trinity, the triangle, the Father loves the Son who loves the Holy Spirit who loves the Father. The Father loves the Holy Spirit who loves the Son who loves the Father. The whole thing is love. That's why we can say that God is love. So he's reflecting on that in this prayer. Um, And then he goes on to say, I know my sheep and I am known by my own. So the same way that he knows the Father and the Father knows him, he knows his sheep and the sheep know him. So the same way the Father and the Son have a relationship and the Holy Spirit, we can have a relationship with Jesus. That's amazing, the Good Shepherd. So we can have that personal relationship with him. He knows his sheep and we can know him. This is amazing. So we think about this on our patronal festival. We think about the Good Shepherd, this personal relationship we are uh, able to have. My sheep, Jesus says. And we can say, my shepherd. Have you come to that point where you can say, Jesus is my shepherd? Not just a shepherd, not just the good shepherd, but my shepherd. That's where Jesus wants us to get to. It's an amazing revelation of love, the reality of God's love for us and the possibility of our love for him. And the last thing I want to uh, refer to is the rescue mission, which is in here, which is all part of our purpose at the Good Shepherd. Uh, Jesus says, Other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. There's a divine urgency in what Jesus is saying here. Them also I must bring. And uh, Jesus is looking for his lost sheep. And this is what the Good Shepherd is doing. And in Australia, this is our calling at the Church of the Good Shepherd. We are looking for lost sheep. So if you happen to be watching today and you feel like a lost sheep, we're looking for you. God is looking for you. Jesus is looking for you. And just like he sat down at the well with a woman um, by the well, And she had all sorts of problems. You might be thinking, I've got all these problems. I can never make a good Christian. Jesus can sort you out. He sorted me out. He sorted Father Nicholas out. He sorted all of us here out. He can sort you out. And he can help you to experience uh, that uh, living water and that eternal life which comes from taking of that. And also he can... um, uh, call you my sheep and you can call him my shepherd. These are wonderful thoughts coming out today. You might say, why do we get compared to sheep? He's a good shepherd, but why are we sheep? Why aren't we a lion or an eagle or something really strong and powerful? Well, sheep tend to wander off and we tend to wander off as well. Um, My uncle was a farmer and I went out with him many times rescuing sheep who got tangled up in barbed wire or gone through a fence and they couldn't find their way back in again. And you might say, well, why will a sheep wander out and can't find their way back in again? And one old farmer was once asked that and he said, I know why that is. They just nibbles themselves lost. 
They keep their head down, nibbling away at the grass. They go through a hole. They don't even know they've gone through a hole in the fence. And they keep on nibbling. They've got no idea where the hole was that they came through. And that's just like us, isn't it? We keep, we keep our heads down. We're just nibbling away at what the world offers. And we don't look up. We don't remember our Lord. We're distracted by the lovely bits of grass all around us. And then we can't find our way back. Well, the good thing is, there's another story in the, in the Gospels about Jesus going out for that one lost sheep. And he's going out. And he came out for me. He came out for Deacon Nicholas, Father Nicholas, sorry. He came out for all of us here. And he's coming out looking for you as well. So, um, and he will find us and he will bring us back. Just like my uncle and I did uh, in those days back in England, going out looking for the sheep. We found them and we brought them back. And Jesus will find us and bring us back too. So um, that's all I want to say today. Um, uh, to really focus on, I am the good shepherd. I am the ideal shepherd. I am the model shepherd. And, and Jesus says, uh, we are his sheep. He can say to each one of us, you are my sheep. And we can say to him, you are my shepherd. These are wonderful thoughts for us to reflect on on this day of our paternal festival. Now to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit be ascribed all might, majesty, dominion and praise now and forever and Thank you.